ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading and thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am your boy, 12 Kyle. Check this out. This is a bonus, bonus episode. Um, I was having a conversation a, a couple of weeks ago or maybe a couple of months ago. I can't even remember. Uh, with my man King Germ from uh, Pod and Saved Our Marriage podcast. Check him out. Drops every Friday. Um, and we were talking about uh, autographs, right? And he mentioned something that, you know, was really um, interesting. And I hadn't really thought about it up until that point. But he was just like, people don't get autographs anymore. And it got me to thinking, like, you know, how it was when we were coming up because like getting someone's autograph was everything back then, back in the day. I mean, like you wanted to get somebody's autograph. If you, you saw your favorite singer, your favorite rapper, your favorite athlete, if you saw them in the mall, you wanted to get their autograph. Um, and I think we came to this uh, conversation because German shared with me a picture of him and Deion Sanders. And he mentioned getting Deion Sanders autograph and, you know, having the picture and this was years ago or whatever. And, um, you know, it just got me to thinking like people don't get autographs anymore. And like, I'll give you an example. When I was a kid, I really, really spent a lot of time writing my name in cursive. And <laughs> this may come as a shock to some of you, but I used to write my name in cursive because I thought at some point in my lifetime, people would ask me for my autograph. And here's the funny thing, because there's a generation of kids, and I know this because I'm a father of four, there's a generation of kids who don't write in cursive anymore. And the reason why they don't is because everything's computerized and they don't teach cursive anymore. But like back in the day, like you had to write in cursive. You had to write everything in cursive in some classes. But I, I, and my cursive is God awful. But, but my name, different story. And the reason why I took a lot of time to write my name in cursive is because I really, really thought that one day I'd be famous and have to write my name in cursive to sign autographs. And it didn't happen until the day that it did. Um, I remember I was a, as many of you know, or maybe you don't know, um, I played college football at South Carolina State University. It's a small, historically black college and university located in the city of Orangeburg, South Carolina, right? I played there in the 90s, and we had a road game. I want to say the road game was, we were playing in, a, in I want to say the classic, um, 100-back black man classic that was located here in Atlanta, where I live now. Um, and... What was interesting was we, I never forget, we had breakfast as a team and we were supposed to be like kind of headed back to our rooms after breakfast 
uh, because we, you know, we were going to be leaving the hotel in a little while or whatever. Um, and I remember a kid walked up to me and one of my teammates and he approached me first. And I, this kid hadn't been no more than maybe t- 10 years old. And, you know, we're walking around, we got SC state gear on and, you know, most of my teammates are big. <laughs> you know, I'm five, seven. So, I mean, like I could have been anybody. And so the little kid walks up to me and he has a sheet of paper. And he sticks the paper out and he has a pencil, no, a pen. And he said, hey, can I have your autograph? I looked around. You talking to me? (laughs) And he said, yes, can I have your autograph? And man, listen, my face, my head, my chest, everything blew up. Because this was the moment that I, that I had expected. I did, just didn't I didn't see it coming here. Because little did that kid know I did, I wasn't playing in the game that we were about to play. I was like a red shirt freshman. I was I, I was I was just you know getting my feet wet in college football, if you will. And so I had no idea that I would be approached about giving someone an autograph. And so I was happy. I was proud. And I was just like, wow, I'm actually going to sign an autograph. And so I grabbed the paper and started writing, wrote my name, first and last name. And I put my number, number 12. That's right. And um, it was dope. I mean, like, I think, and it's going to sound kind of weird, but honestly, that was one of the most authentic feelings that I've ever had in my life. Like somebody, and again, this kid don't know me from nobody. I wasn't Julio Jones. I wasn't, you know, Randy Moss. I wasn't Jerry Rice. I wasn't like a big time receiver. I was just a dude repping my school, you know? And I wasn't, again, I wasn't even playing at the time. Not really. You know, I knew for a fact I wasn't going to play in that game. Um, but I was, you know, honing my skills, trying to get nice. And um, this kid asked me for an autograph. And it was humbling. And it was dope. And again, it was a very, very authentic feeling. And it, you know, it made me realize, like, this is something special. And when I wrote my name and my number on the paper, I felt good. But I also felt like I'm glad that I practiced writing my name on paper all these years. Cause my, again, my cursive writing, my signature is dope. You can see it on the cover art um, a little. I wrote that, but my hand, if you asked me to write a paragraph in cursive, it'd be terrible. But again, that's better than, you know, most people right now because most people can't write in cursive. And if they do write in cursive, it's messy. Um, but I always thought that'd be cool for somebody to ask you for your autograph. And, and it's in this, in this instance, someone did. Um, but I've seen it happen before. Uh, uh, um, as many of you know, or maybe you don't know, uh, my uncle uh, played professional football for the New York football giants. Uh, he played for 13 years. He was an all pro. He is currently in the pro football hall of fame. 
His name is Harry Carson. And I've been with my uncle gazillion times. And it's always it was always interesting to me how he would handle autograph seekers. Now, keep in mind, my uncle played from like 76 to 88 for the Giants. So he's in the biggest media market in the world. And he's playing for the, the, the feature team in New York City and one of the premier franchises in the National Football League. And he's great. He's very recognizable. He's not as popular as the guy who stood about five feet to his left. And that was a guy by the name of Lawrence Taylor. But uncle's very well known, a beast on the field, highly respected. And again, he's in the middle. He's in the he's in the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. But to see how my uncle handled autograph seekers was always interesting to me. I, I would I remember like we went somewhere. It was uh, like on Route 17 in, in New Jersey and it was near the stadium, uh, the old Meadowland Stadium. And I remember we went for like pizza or something and there were literally people like waiting. I mean, like you could see him off to the side, like waiting on us to finish eating so that they could come over and ask for an autograph. And he was always gracious and, and even st still to this day very very gracious i mean like there's a sense of there's a level of pride that i have particularly when people tell me unsolicited about their encounters with my uncle oh yeah i saw your uncle at i saw him at a newark airport and he was so nice he, he signed autographs and took pictures with us and so forth and so on and i'm like i don't know if i would be doing that <laughs> and again he he came up in an era where it wasn't, you know, there wasn't social media and, you know, you could kind of move around without people getting in your way. But I just think like, you know, how he handled himself and how, even to this day, how he handles himself, how he carries himself. I've never, never seen or heard of him telling anybody. No. Now, again, he's Harry Carson. He's in the pro football hall of fame. He's, a great guy, <laughs> even if you, I'd say that even if he wasn't my uncle, but you know, he wasn't Michael Jordan. Now, Harry, Harry Carson in 87, 88, Michael Jordan in 87, 88, two different levels of fame and celebrity. Um, Michael Jordan couldn't stop and sign an autograph. He would literally, he wouldn't get anywhere. He would not be able to move. He would not be able to go anywhere and not be able to do anything or anything. So, and it's kind of frustrating because at that particular time, you didn't really have access to your favorite athletes or your favorite celebrities. So the one time that you saw Jordan or the one time that you saw Magic Johnson or the one time that you saw Jim Kelly in the mall, that might be the only time that you ever see him. So it's natural that you would want an autograph, but in reality, they, they couldn't stop. They couldn't stop this on your And trust me, I know people who got mad and people who would get mad about that. Um, and I mentioned Lawrence Taylor earlier. Lawrence Taylor is in the couple of times I've been around him, as cool as they come, as cool as they come, very engaging, nice guy. Now, Lawrence Taylor and LT are two different people. <laughs> two different people but well, that's another story for another day lt might cuss you out for asking him for an autograph lawrence taylor might stop and, and 
give you an autograph if he has time. Um, but that got me to thinking about even the conversation the German I had got me to thinking about how, you know, autographs now. Because now people don't really give autographs, right? The autograph of 2023, at the time of this recording, is a picture, right? I mean, if, you, if you're in a spot with your favorite celebrity or your favorite athlete, or your favorite entertainer, you're more than likely to ask them for a picture as opposed to asking them to scribble their name on a piece of paper. I think somebody might be more willing to do that as opposed to stand and take a picture. But I mean, you know, it's different. So if you if, if you had the opportunity, who would you seek an autograph from right now? And the reason why I say that is because, like, I ask that question of, of people because I don't necessarily know that most of us would get an autograph. I'm not talking about a picture. Like, if I was in the same room, and I'm, I'm a huge Jay-Z fan. If I'm in a room with Jay-Z, I'm not asking Jay-Z for an autograph. I'm not even asking Jay-Z for a picture. I might just be like, what up? I, and, you know, I might not even do that because I'm because here's the thing. I think there's something to be said for when you encounter people that you, I don't want to use the word idolize, but when you encounter people that you look to, I'm not even going to say look up to, you look to, and they carry a level of celebrity. And I think when you approach them or what have you, it gives them a chance to let you down. And so like, imagine, I don't know, you're on an elevator with, LL Cool J and you're a big LL Cool J fan and you ask LL Cool J to take a picture with you and your boo and LL looks at you and says man ain't no way in hell I'm taking no picture with you I got shit to do get out of my face clown at that point you got one of two choices you can either chill or you can cuss LL's ass the fuck out. <laughs> One of the two. Um, and so that's, you know, it's kind of touchy. You know, some people don't really get down like that. I, I, you know, honestly, I can't really think of someone that right now, if I saw him in person, that I would ask for their autograph. I just, I don't need, to be honest, I don't necessarily know that I would take a picture. Um, because again, right now, getting a selfie is the modern day autograph. Now, here's the thing that's very annoying. And I've seen people do this a lot. Is a celebrity's walking by or athletes walking by. And you immediately take out your phone. And you start recording them. Or even worse, you're walking alongside them. And you're taking the selfie as you're walking beside them. Don't do that shit please do you know how corny that looks one it's unsolicited if mary j Blige decides to walk down to walk through lennox mall i have no right to walk up to her and just start filming or start taking pictures i'm pretty sure she would like to just go shop and be by herself 
The reality is she probably can't. Now, as big a fan as I am of Mary J. Blige, I'm probably going to approach Mary J. Blige. I'm not going to ask her for an autograph. I'm not going to ask her for a picture. But I'm going to approach her because I love MJB. Um, but yeah, that's kind of crass, I think. To just walk up to somebody and just start recording them or start taking pictures of them. And you're taking the picture as they're walking away. Come on, man, relax. So, is it cool now to just take pictures randomly? I mean, let's let's just say they're walking through your favorite celebrity or entertainer athlete is walking through the mall. Is it okay for you to just take out your phone and just record them? Because I see that a lot too. And I understand, yeah, for some people, it's called the price of fame and you give up certain liberties and privacy and stuff like that when you become a quote-unquote celebrity. But at what cost does it matter? You know, I mean, they're still human beings. They're still people. I mean, just imagine. Just imagine for a second. Play with me on this one. Somebody approaches you and they just start recording you or just start taking pictures. Better yet, they start taking pictures of you. Now, I know this happens to people like King Germ and uh, Uncle Dolomite from the Too Much Game podcast and Eclectic from the Eclectic Discussion podcast and Baylor from uh, BTG for President and Oprah Run with BTG. I know, Because, they, listen, they're celebrities. I'm talking about us non-celebrities here. That's not cool. You just can't just walk up and just start taking pictures. I mean, you wouldn't want that done to you. I understand there's a level of celebrity. I understand that there's a level of intrigue, but maybe things were better when we just didn't have this kind of access. And I'll talk about that on another podcast, but I don't know. Again, I'll be honest. I was totally flattered that a kid walked up to me and asked me for my autograph. And it happened again, and it happened quite a few times, and I've signed a few autographs. Um, I haven't signed any autographs in a few years though, but I mean, if, if somebody, listen, if somebody saw me at perimeter mall or they saw me at the Galleria mall and they said, Hey, that's 12 Kyle. Can I have your autograph? Or, Hey, that's 12 Kyle. Can I take a picture with you? Sure. But can you imagine how annoying that would be if you're eating, if you're eating a steak and somebody's sitting across the restaurant taking pictures of you? That would be so whack, so foul. I mean, and, and you know, honestly, it would be somewhat un- unnerving. But this is what people deal with. But I just, I just think, like, you know, it's to have someone ask you, that changes the whole ball game, really. Because someone took the time to be courteous they didn't throw a pen and paper in your face. They didn't throw, you know, a poster or anything else. They said, hey, can I have your autograph? And I'll be honest, no matter how many times this happened to me, it is one of the most coolest things I can say that I've done. And, and I've done a lot of cool shit. And again, the people that asked me for my autograph, they didn't know. They didn't know that, you know. I was going to be this famous podcaster one day <laughs> and I'm not, 
but um i guess the thing i would like to say too is like if you see your favorite celebrity or your favorite athlete or your favorite entertainer don't just pull out your phone if you can get close enough to them and ask them would they mind taking a picture most of them probably wouldn't but even if you don't think that you can don't just pull out your phone and start recording and you're recording the back of Jada Kiss's head as he's walking in the opposite direction. Come on, man. Let that man go about this business the same, same way anybody else would. Let LeBron walk through the mall <laughs> unbothered by you and your friends. And don't be yelling out people's names and stuff like that in public. Come on, man. Have, have some sense. But again, if you ever get a chance or if someone ever approaches you and ask you for your autograph, enjoy the feeling. And you also need to make sure that your handwriting is dope. Because people, if they ask you for your autograph, the least you can do is give them something legible to see. <laughs> That's going to do for me. Thank you for checking out this bonus, bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. Uh, remember the podcast drops every thursday at midnight uh, from time to time we drop bonus episodes like this but it's normally on sundays um if you feel so inclined and you want to hit us up on cash app shoot some money our way dollar sign t-w-e-l-v-e-k-y-l-e again that's going to do it for me i'm your boy 12 kyle i'll catch you guys next time five g Chill.